Praise the Lord. This is Elder Newsom with Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Wednesday. We bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who's ahead of our life. We honor our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our First Lady, Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newsom. Uh, we bring you all greetings in the name of Jesus, all of our viewers and subscribers, and to each and every one of you, Amen. That makes up the body of Christ. And to all of you that are viewing and subscribing uh, today's broadcast, we say God bless you in the name of the Lord. Uh, we are um, just want to get started with our sidebar. We'll have a word of prayer and we'll get into our scripture for today, which is still finishing up the chapter of Zechariah chapter 14, uh, letting us all know and encouraging the people of God that God is in complete control. And so we want to um, say to the people of God today that uh, be encouraged. Uh, we uh, want to get right in on our, on our sidebar because uh, we're truly um, moved by uh, the latest sequence of events in terms of uh, the tragedy of the mass shooting in Texas. And so um my bishop kind of alluded to it on last night, and we're kind of just uh, to a point where, you know, uh, we have a lot to pray for. And uh, uh, we're praying and hoping that the saints will see the urgency to pray um, for, you know, different families that are going through different things. We give our uh, condolence, our deepest sympathy and condolence to the uh, Dodson family uh, and the loss of Elder Neely. And so we want to give our uh, deepest uh, heartfelt sympathy and condolence to the Dodson family. We're praying for them uh, as the Lord will take them through their hour of bereavement. And so we are definitely praying for uh, the people of God as a whole. Uh, let us pray for all of our leadership. Pray for our sick that's among us. Let us pray for uh, that souls will be saved and that uh, we would... Uh, do everything within our power to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, that souls will come to Christ and that we will compel uh, men and women to come and serve the Lord Jesus Christ before it's everlasting too late. And so with that being said, uh, we want to add to our prayer request along with our sidebar along as along with our sidebar that uh, these mass shootings are becoming more frequent and, uh, we can see that people are uh, filled with demonic forces, that uh, we can see with our own eyes, anybody got any spiritual eyes can see that, uh, um, I believe the scripture talked about the sore went to sow seeds and uh, why they slept. The enemy came in and sowed tares. And when they woke up, the tares, the blade of the tares sprung up. And through discernment, the sowers realize what they planted. Hmm? And right away, they recognize the enemy has done this. And so I want to say to people, God, we have to recognize that the enemy has done this, has planted uh, all kinds of evil in the minds of people that are weak minded and that will allow themselves to be uh, used uh, by the devil. And so uh, this is why we need to pray for discernment so we can uh, see these spirits and cast out these spirits and call on the name of Jesus or at least put ourselves in a situation where uh, we can be in a position uh, to pray and intercede. Um, and so that's that's one of the things that I just look at, you know, with the tragedy in Texas. And so our heart and prayer goes out to all of the families that have suffered loss due to this senseless act of violence. And so, saints, we need to pray and uh, we need to come together. And so if you're listening, viewing to the broadcast, we're on three days a week. We're also on the prayer line. So we ask that you would join us in prayer. Saints, we need to pray. And not only for different events that are happening in the world, because the Bible did tell us um, we can pray for some things, but some things going to happen. And the Bible prophesied that evil men going to wax worse, deceive and being deceived. And so you're not going to stop people from being deceived and you're not going to stop all these senseless acts of violence. But we can pray 
that people will get into the ark of safety. Hmm? That's what we can pray. We can pray uh, earnest, uh, effectual prayer um, that somebody may come to Christ and give their life to the Lord. So in the event that we're caught in any of these type of dilemmas, uh, we can know uh, we're heaven bound. And so that's the main thing. Dying is not the worst thing that can happen to us, but to leave here without Christ, it's a tragedy. And so we're going to leave it right there. We're going to ask you to pray for our leadership, Bishop uh, Murchison, Lady Paulette, uh, our senior bishop, Bishop Scott, our presider and assistant presider uh, of the NPPCI org, and to all of the saints of God, pastors, district elders, and all the saints of God. Let us pray one for another. Let us pray for our sick that's among us, those in the hospital, those behind prison walls. Pray for my um, nephew. Pray that God would touch and give him a mind to be saved. Uh, pray for one of my uh, great nephews that the Lord would touch his mind. He's in a situation. Pray that God would just say, you know, everybody's going through something, but we know God is able to deliver. So we're going to pray in this broadcast, on this broadcast, that the Lord will hear our cry, hear our petition, and that somebody may turn their life around and give their life to God. So let us go before his throne at this time. Uh, Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before your throne of grace, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, oh God, just for your divine favor and mercy and grace toward us. Oh God, that you have granted and afforded us to receive up into this present hour, we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you just for being, oh God, who you are in our lives and, oh God, for us on today. Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. But most of all, Lord, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh God, for being our all in all. And Lord, we need you right now to direct us, oh God, and lead and guide us as we would share a word of encouragement to the people of God that you are in complete control in spite of how things may appear and seem that you're in total control of it. And Father, we lean on you. We depend on you. Oh God, for the answer. Oh God, for the direction. Oh God, for the utterance. Oh God, that we need. Oh God, in these last and evil days. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory out and praise. Thank you now. Hallelujah. Touch those, God, that are viewing, listening in on the broadcast. Oh, God, through social media, we pray, God, that you would touch and prick the hearts, oh, God, of your people. And, oh, God, that somebody will be revived, renewed, and reclaimed. Somebody will repent of their sins and be baptized in water in Jesus' name. That somebody will be filled with the Holy Ghost. That somebody will testify, oh, God, to your goodness and your mercy toward them. And, Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. In the name of Jesus, look on Elder Allen, look on him, God, touch him and his family today. Oh, God, my good friend, touch right now in the name of Jesus. Touch, Lord. Oh, God, like only you can. Look on, oh, God. Oh, God, hallelujah. Mr. Arthur Lee, touch right now. Look on the Lee family. Look on Evangelist Lee and Deacon Tony. Touch right now, Lord. Touch, oh, God, all of our evangelist missionaries, ministers, God, the body of believers. Even our viewers and subscribers, God, touch the sinner man and sinner woman. Oh, God, that they may come crying. What must I do to be saved? Father, we pray for the Dotson family. You would touch, comfort, strengthen, Lord. Oh, God, carry them through right now. This we pray in the name of Jesus. Those, oh, God, with the tragedy in Texas, we pray now for the families, the, the parents, the grandparents, the children. Oh, God, the siblings. Oh, God, hallelujah, God. Those that remain to pick up the pieces. We pray now, God, oh God, that you will move up on them and grant them comfort in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you. We've ever given you glory and praise in Jesus' name. We pray. Thank God. Amen. And amen. Praise God. Amen. So we thank God um, for uh, the prayer that's been prayed and we're crazy enough uh, and uh, trust God enough that uh, God will do just what he said he would do and he would uh, meet us all at our point of need and that he would, amen, provide us uh, the solace that we need during, amen, uh, difficult times that we may face. And so at this time, uh, we want to go right to our scripture, which is found in Zechariah chapter 14. Um, 
we're going to go back there today and ask that you would join us back there in Zechariah chapter 14. And so we want to uh, go ahead and get our scripture reader on the screen for you and uh, go to Zechariah 14. And we want you to join us there as we uh, get the scripture for you. We're going to go to Zechariah. We're in the King James version of the scripture. So we're going to go uh, to Zechariah uh, 14 and 7. All right. We're going to go to Zechariah 14 and 7, and then we're going to try to read it on out. Um, I think we stopped at 10 on yesterday, but we want to uh, go to Zechariah 14 and 7 and uh, have you start there with us. And we're just going to put the uh, large scripture reader on the screen where you can uh, see the scriptures. All right. Zechariah 14. And we're going to go to verse number seven. We're going to go there. Um and let us uh, let us start reading at Zechariah uh, 14 and 7. It said the whole earth is at rest and is quiet. They break forth into singing. Yea, the fir trees rejoice at thee. And the cedars of Lebanon saying, since thou art laid down, no feller is come up against us. All right. He said, no fellers come up against us. And we want to make sure we make plain in this particular scripture, starting at verse number five, to help you understand only God people will escape punishment. Now, that means those that are in Christ, those that are dead in Christ, those that trust in Christ, those that have given their life to God and the people uh, as Israel's already going through some things, but they will, uh, will Christ the Messiah come back for them. So we want to make sure we understand that God is coming back for his people. want to make sure we share that with you. All right. And so it's very important that you understand that, uh, God is going to come back for his people and he's going to do that at the time he've already designated in the scripture. So uh, no man know the day or hour when the son of man shall appear in terms of the rapture. No man know when the rapture is going to take place. All right. These are all sequence of events. All right. He said, hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. It stirred up the dead for thee even all the chief ones of the earth, it has raised up from their thrones all kings of nations. And we're going to keep reading. And he's saying, they all speak and say unto thee, art thou become weak as we? Art thou become like unto us? The pump is brought down to the grave and the noise of thy vials. The worm is spread under thee and the worms cover thee. All right. Now we're going to go to uh, Zechariah 14 and 12. And this is referring to Lucifer, the fallen angel here. He said, how art thou fallen? O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground, which did its weakened nations. And it says, for thou hast said in thine heart, I will sin into heaven. And this, this is the enemy uh, wants to take, Control. He said, he's going to ascend into heaven. Hmm? And I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, and I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. All right. And I, he says, and I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will be like the most high. <laughs> oh, pride can be a problem, y'all. But God is in complete control. Hmm? And they see Thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this man made the earth to tremble and did it shake the kingdoms? 
that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof that opened not the house of his prisoners. All the kings of the nations, even all of them, lie in glory for everyone in his own house. But thou art cast down out of thy grave like an abominable branch. And as the raiment of those that are slain, thrust through with a sword that go down to the stones of the pit as the carcass trodden under feet. Thou shalt not be joined with them in burial because thou hast destroyed thy land and slain thy people. The seed of evildoers shall never be renowned. Hmm? Wow. Look at this now. I'm on, we're going to get through it in just a minute here. Let's, let us keep reading. He says, prepare for the slaughter of his children for the iniquity of their fathers that they do not rise nor possess the land nor fill the face of the world with cities for I will rise up against them said the Lord of hosts and cut off Babylon the name and the remnant and the son the nephew said the Lord and I will make it a possession for the bitter and the pools of water and I swept it with the besom of destruction, said the Lord of hosts. So the Lord will rule. I just want to let you know, God is in complete control. And no matter what the enemy does, I want to encourage the saints of God to let you know, no matter what the enemy does, uh, no matter what has happened, even in this tragic uh, situation that just happened on yesterday, the, your children or children's at school in an environment to learn and someone comes in and do harm, grave harm hmm, to the innocent. Hmm? Don't worry. God is in complete control. I want to let you know. He says here, the Lord of hosts has sworn saying, surely I have thought. And so shall it come to pass. As I have purpose so shall it stand. God's word will stand. Hmm? His word will stand. When everybody else's word fails, his God's word is going to stand. He said that I will break this Syrian in my land and upon my mountain tread him underfoot. And then shall his yoke depart from off them and his burden depart from off their shoulders. Hmm? This is the purpose that is purpose upon the earth. God will rule. God will break the bands of the wicked. I won't let you know. Hmm? God will not be defeated. Hmm? And God has not forgotten about his people. Look at this. And this is the hand that is stretched out upon all nations. God has stretched his hand out for any and everybody that will come to God. Hmm? He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He says here for the Lord of hosts has purpose and purpose. Who shall disannul? Who gonna, who's going to stop? Who's going to interrupt God's plans? Hmm? You tell me if God has set a thing. Oh, glory be to God. If he set a thing forth, shall he not accomplish it? I won't let you know. God is going to do just what he said. Now, look at this. I, I want to share something else with you here uh, that we need to see in Zechariah 14. Uh, there are some things that's going to happen. Uh, God is going to uh, do the things that he promised Israel. Uh, and he's going to do it beyond what they had imagined God doing. Hmm. He's going to go beyond their expectation. Hmm? And he's going to uh, help them. Oh, glory be to God. See his hand more clearly. He's going to help them see his hand more clearly. And Zechariah was speaking to the people in his day and in his hour that was going through hardship. And I want to say to the people of God today, we are going through a hardship. Uh, it doesn't matter because we in the United States. It doesn't matter because we in the land of, oh, the free and the home of the brave. 
the world is going through turmoil. And I won't let you know, oh, glory be to God. And they, as a nation, was being attacked and being harassed on every side. And the Bible tell us we're troubled on every side, yet not in distress. Hmm? We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We cast down and we're not destroyed. Hmm? But we always bearing about the dying of the Lord in our body. And this is why it's very important for you to dial to your flesh, dial to retaliation, dial to all this, um, the get back game. You got to reckon yourself to be dead with Christ. Oh, glory be to God. Look at this. He says in verse 26 in uh, Zechariah 14, 14 chapter, verse number 26, he says, this is the purpose that is purpose upon the whole earth. Didn't deal with a particular part of the earth, but he said a whole earth. And this is the hand that is stretched out upon all nations. He tells Zechariah this to let, oh, glory be to God, to let them know not, oh, glory be to God, not to be discouraged because they were a small number. They were a remnant. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? I want to let you know, glory be to God. Hmm. God wanted to let them know that he was a jealous God. We're going to get down to it. God wanted to let them know he was a jealous God. Hmm? And he wanted to let them know that he was going to take the prophecies of the future and the final days, and he was going to bring them together. Hmm? And he was letting them know, regardless of what happened, I'm in total control, and there is hope for you. Oh, glory be to God. There is hope for us. There's hope found in God. There's hope found in Jesus Christ. There's hope found in the word of God. Praise God. And I won't let you know, my friend, this is not a day to be picking daisies, but this is a day to pray. Hmm? This is the day to turn your face to the wall and it's time to seek the Lord hmm? until he rain righteousness upon you. Look at this now. Through the message, God let them know that there was going to be hope and the Messiah hmm, that was going to come and bring their deliverance was in complete control of the whole world. And so I don't know what's going on in your world today, my friend. I don't know what's going on in the next individual life in the world at this particular moment. But I do know enough through the word of the Lord and through the examples that's been exemplified through the scripture, through Zechariah 14 and through other excerpts throughout the Bible. Hmm? That God is in complete control. And he will not let, oh, he will not allow you to fail. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Because God has not forgot. Look at this. He says here. For the Lord host of hosts has purpose, and who shall disannul it? Who gonna stop what God has started? Hmm? I want to let you know who's gonna stop what God has started. I want to read verse number. Uh, I want to skip down um, to a few verses here. Verse number thirty, Zechariah fourteen and thirty, and the firstborn of the poor shall feed. And the needy shall lie down in safety. And I will kill the root with famine. We got to see there's a famine going on right now. We're getting ready to go into recession. And oh, glory be to God. We cannot, oh, glory be to God, rely on this world system. Hmm? You're going to be deceived. If you listen to the president, you listen to anybody but the word of God, you're going to get deceived. Hmm? And this is why Matthew 24, we're going to go to Matthew 24. It's very important for you not to let no man deceive you because people are going to be saying peace and safety, and then there's going to be sudden destruction. That's what Thessalonians said. It's going to be sudden destruction that's going to come upon us like a woman with child. So we cannot afford as a church, as a body of believers, to trust what these political people are telling us because they're deceived. They're they're being blinded and they're being deceived by their own guile. Look at this. I want to share something with you here. 
He says here, he says, and he shall slay thy remnant. Howl, O gate, cry, O city, thou Palestina art dissolved. For there shall come for, there shall come from the north a smoke. Hmm? He says, there shall come from the north a smoke. And none shall be alone in its appointed time. Hmm? So there's going to come a noise in the smoke. Look at this now. He talks about it here. And Zechariah, oh, glory be to God. Oh, I'm I'm oh, I'm in the wrong. Oh, glory be to God. Uh, glory be to God. I, I'm in. I'm also in Isaiah. I'm, I'm also in Isaiah. I want. I wanted to correct that. I'm also in Isaiah, uh, fourteen and thirty. That's where I skipped down. I'm in uh, Isaiah fourteen and thirty. Go with me there. Those of you that are there, go there with me. He says, and the firstborn. Uh of the poor shall feed the needy and lie down in safety. And I will kill thy root with famine and he shall slay thy remnant. I want to go back there uh, to Zechariah 14. Uh, let me go back and reference this. Uh, but we in, we in Isaiah 14 and 30. And when we went to Isaiah 14 and 12, that's where we were when we were talking about Lucifer. God is going to destroy the wicked. That's where I wanted to go with this uh, in terms of referencing Zechariah chapter 14, that God is in complete control. That's why I went to Zechariah uh, 14 and then went to Isaiah 14 and 30. I want to show you that even the enemy, oh, glory be to God, God is in control. That's what I really wanted to say. So stay with me. Stay with me. I had to go back and get my uh, scripture here. Uh, that matches here, Zechariah 14. But go with me now to Zechariah 14, and we're going to go to, um, uh, we're going to go to 14 and 18. That's what I was trying to reference over. But let's go to Zechariah 14 and 18. Stay with me. Right, Zechariah 14 and 18. All right, there we go. All right, so now stay with me. He says here, and if the family of Egypt go not up and come not, they have no rain. There shall be a plague wherewith the Lord will smite the heathen that come not up to keep the feast of the tabernacles. Look at this. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all nations that come not up to keep the feast of the tabernacles. <laughs> I want to talk about this. This I want to talk about this just for a minute. It's very important uh, that we talk about the feast of the tabernacles. And so I, I want to show you something here. The feast of the tabernacles is uh still appropriate according to the scripture during the Messiah's reign. Hmm? So the feast of the tabernacle was still appropriate in the Messiah's reign. The feast of the Passover, this is where I want to go today to share with the people of God. The feast of the Passover has been uh, fulfilled during Christ's death. Now you got to reference this stuff in the scripture. I'm just letting you know the feast of the Passover was fulfilled. That was a prophecy that was fulfilled during Christ's death. All right, you follow me? And then we're going to skip back over to God is in complete control. But I want to let you know, even back then, he was in control of everything as he is now to this present day. The Feast of the Tabernacles, the Feast of the Tabernacles is the only feast that was still appropriate in the Messiah's reign. The Feast of the Passover has was fulfilled already. All right. Uh, and it says here, Christ's death, uh, the feast of atonement in acceptance of Christ's salvation. The feast of the first fruits was in his resurrection. And the, oh, glory, glory be to God. And the Pentecost 
the Feast of Pentecost has to deal with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh, glory. Huh? And we're getting ready to go into our Pentecost next week. The Feast of the Pentecost was in a connection or celebration of the arrival of the Holy Spirit. Hmm? But the Feast of the Tabernacles, which is a feast of thanksgiving, celebrates the harvest of human souls to the Lord. And so I, what I'm trying to say to you is God is in complete control. Hmm? And God is still going to garner his wheat into his barn while he breaks the bow of the wicked. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Because we need to know God is in complete control. I just want to share with you. God is in complete control. It's very important that we take a look at this. Hmm? And uh, let's go to John, St. John. I got to go to St. John 4 and 35. Let's, let's go to it. This is the best way to get, get through here. St. John 4 and 35. I'm going to go somewhere around there. All right. Let's go to uh, 4 and 31. St. John 4 and 31. Let's take a look at it. It says here, St. John 4 and 31. We got it on the screen. It says here, In the meanwhile, his disciples prayed, him saying, Master, eat. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that ye know not of. Now let's let's decipher this for a minute. Hmm? And they says here, but he said unto them, I have meat to eat that you know not of. Verse number 33. Therefore said the disciples to one another, Hath any man brought him all to eat? Verse number 34. St. John 4 and 34. Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Huh? God, God was in complete control. And this is why I want to share with you, Jesus, they didn't just happen to kill Jesus. They didn't happen to just crucify Jesus. But God went to the cross and gave his life for a ransom for us. Oh, glory be to God. He was in complete control. Hmm? When it looked and appeared to the disciples, oh, glory be to God that it was totally out of control. Hmm? They didn't know what was going to they, they didn't know what to expect to happen. Hmm? They only knew what Jesus told them. And a lot of times they didn't clearly understand because they didn't give proper ear to some of the messianic prophecies that he gave to them. Look at this. He said, my meat is to do will of him that sent me and to finish his work. And he says, say not ye, there are yet four months and then come at harvest. Look at this. He deals with a he deals with a metaphor here that he shares with them. This is this is why I want to let you know there God is in complete control. No matter what season you're in, God is in complete control of it. Look at this. He says, uh, there are yet four months and then come at the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I want to let you know, God came to save sinners. God came to save us. Hmm? Look at this. And he says, <laughs> oh, glory be to God. We ain't going gon to read it all, all of it, but I'm going to get down through here for a little bit of St. John here. He says, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields for they are white already to harvest. And that and he that reapeth receiveth wages and gather fruit unto eternal life. That both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Paul says, one planet, one water, but God give the increase. God is in, in control of the increase. Hmm? You can plant, you can water. But if God don't increase it, ain't nothing going to happen because he's in complete control. Look at this. And he says here, and herein, it is that saying true, 
one sow it and another reap it. He said, I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed no labor and other men's labor, and ye are entered in into their labors. Oh, praise God. Hmm? And I want to let you know the gospel message is designed so one man can labor and another man can enter into that labor and work that God barns may be filled. And so we're working hand in hand, hmm? shoulder to shoulder, huh? foot to foot. Praise God. And the whole purpose of this is to know regardless of who is doing the planting and no matter who's doing the watering, God is in control of the increase. I want to show you something else. Uh, my pastor kind of went to a scripture yesterday that I kind of um, wanted to reference to. And I think I'm going to reference to it right now. Uh, God is in complete control. I want to go to. Uh, I want to go to a scripture here in Second Kings, if I can go there. I want to go to Second Kings. Uh, Uh, chapter 6. Yeah, I'm, I want to go there. Uh, let's go to 2 Kings chapter 6. I want to go somewhere real quick. Let's go to 2 Kings chapter 6. And let's go to... Uh, Verse number 13, 2 Kings chapter 6, verse number 13. I want to show you that God is in complete control. Hmm? Let's take a look. And he said, go and spy where he is. Hmm? That I may send and fetch him. And it was told him saying, behold, he is in Dothan. All right. So they they were looking for the man of God. Hmm? And therefore he sent thither horses and chariots and a great host. And they came by night and compassed the city about. Now they looking for the preacher to get the preacher and they slipped up on the preacher. Look at this. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early, and was gone for. Behold, a host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. Huh? And his servant said unto him, Alas, master, how shall we do? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Mm. I want to thank God for my bishop bringing this scripture yesterday because it, it, it uh, jogged my thought process about God is in total control. Hmm? If God be for us, who can be against us? I just want to let you know. If God be for us, who can be against you? Look at this. The man of God was resting. And I want to encourage the people of God, even in your trial, even in your test, even in your worst moment, you should be able to rest in the Lord Jesus Christ and know that God has it under control. You don't. Let's make this clear. I want to make this clear today <laughs> to us as believers. I don't have it in control. I can't control nothing that happens in my life. But I know the one that does. Somebody shout glory. Hallelujah. We got to be in connection and in relationship with the one that has the control. Look at this. He says here, how shall we do? The young man, the servant, wakes up early in the morning and wakes up. Oh, glory be to God. The man of God, Elisha, and said, how do we do? How shall we do? Let's take a look. He says here, when he asked him, how shall we do? Verse number 16. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse number 16. And he answered. And he says, fear not for they that be with us <laughs> are more than they that be with them. It, this takes faith. 
Hmm? This take faith when you're outnumbered, when you're outvoted. <laughs> All glory be to God. When you're an outcast, y'all ain't going to say that. All glory. Huh? When, when all glory be to God, when people think they got the, oh, when people think they got the upper hand, I want to show you something here that God is in complete control. And you got to know that God is in control of them, just like he in control of your life. Oh, uh, they may not even belong to the Lord, but the Lord is still in control. Oh, somebody shall glory. I just, I'm, I'm excited. I'm encouraged with this lesson because there are so many things that have happened to us. Mm, oh, glory be to God. Not only as a believer, but as an individual. And there were times in our life we didn't recognize who was in control. That was before we got saved. But now that we are saved, we recognize who in control. Let me go a little bit farther here. I just want to finish this out, and then we're going to get out of here. But uh, I want to go back to... Uh, Zechariah, and then I need to go back to Isaiah to show you some. Um, but take a look here. We're going to stay right here. And then maybe we'll, Friday, maybe we'll touch on those other two. But I wanted to show you back in uh, Isaiah 14 and 12, where Lucifer, where Satan thought that he was going to overthrow God. Oh, y'all ain't going <laughs> to. Oh, Y'all ain't going to like this. And you got people thinking that they're going to overthrow you. Oh, glory be to God. This is happening in the body of Christ. You got people think that they're going to overthrow you. And you ain't got to be worried about your back part because God got your back. Glory. <laughs> glory to God. Oh, listen to me, my friend. God got your back. And he's in complete control. Look at this. 6 and 16, 2 Kings chapter 6, verse number 16. And he answered, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. How could he say that, saints? How could he say that, people of God? How could he say that, viewers, if he didn't have relationship? Oh, glory be to God. If he didn't have relationship with the Savior, with the Lord, he couldn't say that to the young man. He could not say that to the servant. And I'm saying to you today, you're going through what you're going through so you can share with somebody else, glory to God, that the God you serve is in total control. Oh, glory to God. Look at this. And Elijah prayed hmm, and said, Lord, I pray thee open his eyes. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Glory to God. And this is the prayer that we need to be praying in the time we're in today. There are so many people, eyes are shut. Oh, glory to God. To the hour that we're in right now. We're in the last final moments of the church and people, eyes are closed shut. Oh, glory to God. They can't even see the, oh, they can't see the old handwriting on the wall. Oh, glory be to God. That Jesus is not. I want to let you know, huh? You may think the shooting, you know, we ain't just dealing with no shooting. Man, there's there's fires everywhere. There's fires everywhere. People are hungry. Oh, glory be to God. There's oh, people are hungry for a true word. Oh, glory be to God. Amos 8 and 11, 12 said, there should not be a famine for food and water, but for the hearing of the word of God. There's people not getting truth today. And we got the truth and our eyes are shut. Look at this. But Elijah prayed, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes. Glory. That he may see. Oh, glory be to God. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. And he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots. Of fire roundabout Elijah. And I, if I had a subtopic today, do you see what I see? All oh, glory be to God. If I owe this, all oh, glory to God. I want to know, do you see what I see? Because I'm looking through the lens of the Holy Ghost. All oh, glory be to God. Huh? Do you see what I see? Glory to God. 
Because ah, glory to God. I see victory. Oh, glory be to God. I see promise. Oh, glory be to God. Mm. I see power over your life. Oh, glory be to God. You might, oh, you might be looking at defeat. You might be looking at denial. Oh, glory. You might be even looking at disgrace. Oh, glory be to God. You might be looking at disgust. But God is in complete control. And I want to let you know today, God want to open our eyes so we can see through the lens of the Holy Ghost that he's right there by our side. Oh, glory be to God. I want to let you know you are never alone when the Lord is on board. Glory to God. I know. And this is what he was trying to teach the lesson to the young man. Elijah trying to let the young man know you got to know of a surety of whom you trust. Oh, glory be to God. And Elijah was trusting in the Lord. Some men trust in horses, some say. Some men trust in chariots, but I will remember the name of the Lord. Oh, glory be to God. I got to get back to Isaiah and also um, Zechariah 14. But look at this now. These are just examples I want to show you. Hmm? And so I'm telling you, even the devil himself, oh, glory be to God, if God before you, the enemy can't touch you. We can we can use Job as an example, huh? The enemy wanted to get Job, but he realized God had a hedge around him, and so I want to let you know God is in complete control, and God allowed oh Job to suffer the things he suffered, hmm? Because the Bible says after Job prayed for his friends, when Job fourteen and ten, Job Job fourteen and ten said when Job prayed for his for his friends. Then the Lord changed, turned the captivity of Job. Huh? Oh, glory be to God. And God want to turn some stuff for us, people of God, because he's in complete control. Hmm? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even question it. He's still in complete control. I know. I may not understand it. Huh? I may not even, oh, glory be to God. I may not even, oh, hallelujah, realize a lot of things. Hmm? But I do know that he's in complete control. Now, let me get out of here. I got to go. I got about two or three more minutes, but I want to share this with you as I close. When he saw the chariots round about with fire, uh, round about Elijah, with, round about Elijah, and when uh, they came down to him, Elijah prayed unto the Lord and said, smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness, according to the word of Elijah. Hmm? Verse number 19, and Elijah said unto them, this is not the way, neither is this the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you see. But he led them to Samaria, and it came to pass when they were coming to Samaria, that Elijah opened the eyes of these men that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw. And behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. And the king said unto Elijah, when he saw them, my father, shall I smite them? Shall I smite them? And he answered, thou shalt not smite them. Wouldest thou smite those whom thou hast taken captive with the sword and with the bow, with the bow? Set bread and water before them that they may eat and drink and go to their master. Hmm? And he prepared a great provision for them. And when they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away and they went to their master. So the bands of the Syria could come no more into the land of Israel. And I won't let you know because God is in complete control. We don't have to fight every battle. And this is my closing words. I want to encourage the people of God to let you know you don't have to fight every battle. Hmm? You know, Sometimes God wants you to, uh, um, I think my pastor talked about it yesterday a little bit. Sometimes God wants you to uh, bless other people. Do the total opposite. Hmm? Do good to them that despitefully use you. Hmm? Sometimes we're thinking opposite of God. Hmm? But because God is in complete control, he confounds hmm? the wise with the foolishness of preaching. Praise God. And so I want to let you know, he confound the wise. And so this is why it's very important to follow God, follow his guidance, follow his principles, 
huh? Follow the teachings of the Lord and follow the examples hmm? of those that followed him. Praise God. And I want to let you know, if you follow them, the Bible tell us in uh, Hebrews 14, uh, 14, 12, 14, uh, 12 and 14, Hebrews 12 and 14, follow peace with all men and holiness without to which no man shall see the Lord. Now I want to let you know, you, you may have, you may have another way in mind, but God had another way in mind. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. And I want to let you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes we get in ourselves and we think we know what's best. But Hebrews 12 and 14, he says, follow peace with all men, hmm? even your enemy. God is in complete control. Hmm? And he says, Hol and holiness without, which no man shall see the Lord. Hmm? Looking diligently, lest man fail of the grace of God, and lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Hmm? I won't let you know. Ain't no sense you getting yourself all messed up over people that won't hear God. You got to know God is in control. And all roads, I said earlier this week on Monday, all were roads lead to Jesus. All roads lead to Jesus. And we bear the responsibility of telling and sharing this great commission with the people of God. We, we bear the responsibility of sharing the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. We bear that responsibility. But ultimately, God is in control of their destiny or their final end. We don't have a heaven or hell to put nobody in and ain't trying to put nobody in hell. But we're trying to share the gospel, the light of the gospel, that you might make a rational choice to choose heaven as a path huh, for your life. And so this is what it's all about. And a lot of times people mistake, you know, a church mistake ministry as a condemnation uh, uh, platform or condemnation message. And, you know, uh, Jesus told a woman that was caught in adultery because he was in complete control. He told all the scribes and Pharisees and everybody standing around you. He that without sin, let him catch the first stone. Because he was in total control. He could have condemned all of them. Huh? Because they wasn't doing right, but they were trying to show up Jesus. Huh? And sometimes people trying to show you up, and God has a way about working that thing out. I want to let you know, God is in complete control. Be encouraged. I want to go back to, uh, well, we got to go. We got to go. I want to go back to Isaiah and Zechariah 14, but I'm going to uh, have to pick it back up again when I go back to Isaiah. But uh, I, I wanted to go back to Isaiah 14 and because uh, it referenced me over there. I don't know how I got over there, but it referenced me over to that uh, scripture. You know, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Hmm? <laughs> you can see that spirit in the church. Hmm? You can see that spirit in the land where people, uh, they want to advance. Oh, glory be to God. They want to advance, but they don't want to live right. Hmm? And that's what Satan did. He wanted to advance, but he didn't want to go. Oh, he didn't want to go in the proper order to be advanced. And I want to let you know, there's no right way to do wrong because God is in complete control. And you don't want to find yourself hmm, on your face. You don't want to find yourself on your face. Because you failed it here to wise counsel. And so we want to say to the people, God, be encouraged today. We'll be on tonight. If the Lord's will, we're supposed to be back on tonight dealing with the introduction of John uh, lesson number two as we go journey through the word of the Lord with uh, Dominion Church of God uh, under the leadership of Bishop, uh, Pastor Bishop uh, Weatherspoon of Dominion Church of God. We're going to be on tonight at 6.45 uh, p.m. promptly, and we'll have the Zoom uh, audio where we can hear you this time. Uh, we, You all was able to hear me, but I wasn't quite able to hear everything you all were saying, and 
without uh, <clears throat> making some adjustments. So hopefully tonight uh, that piece of it will be uh, working just fine. And we want you to start back up with us uh, on tonight, right at 645. Those of you that want to journey through the word of lesson number two, uh, the gospel of John. So we're going to deal with the intro part of it. And so we ask that you would join us back here. want to thank you for joining us on the broadcast today. Um want to thank God for each and every one of you that are with us today. want to say God bless you. Thank you for joining us on the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. So we want to say to you, God bless you and thank you uh, for joining us. All right. And I know um, some that may have been freezing. Uh, if your picture was freezing, check your Internet because uh, uh, so far um, we uh, check on our end. If you're broadcasting with us, uh, there are no technical issues on our end. We can see when we're have, having technical issues, we can see them on our end. So if you happen to have your phone freezing or whatnot, check your Wi-Fi. Make sure you're not connected to data because if your cell phone is connected to data and we're just sharing uh, some inf reference information. If your phone's connected to data, if you go into an area where there's a thick wall or basement or something uh, blocking your signal, that will cause uh, issues uh, for your video stream. Make sure you switch over to Wi-Fi. If you have a Wi-Fi um, <clears throat> connection at home, connect to Wi-Fi, and that should eliminate any of your issues with uh, freezing video. All right? And so that's just a uh, piece of information to be gathered or, or shared with you so that uh, you'll be able to listen in on the broadcast without any difficulty. All right. So our Pentecost is fastly approaching. We ask that you would join us on Monday, next week, Monday. Our Pentecost will be starting. We will not be on the broadcast next week due to our Pentecost. So we will not be airing any uh, broadcast other than on the nppci.org website uh, where you could join us in our uh, Pentecost celebration of 2022. And so you can go to nppc.org and get any uh, vital information uh, or any updates that you may need. And you can follow us there on the website if you desire to watch any of the live stream services. So there will be there on next week uh, from Monday to Sunday. And so, Next week, there will be no broadcast of Fidget TV, uh, but we'll pick it back up the following week uh, of the month of June. And so that'll be June 8th. We'll pick it back up if the Lord's will. And so we ask that you would join us back there. We'll pick it back up on uh, June 8th. I just want to make sure that that's the correct date. Uh, June yeah, June 8th, we'll be back on the Fidget TV broadcast. Uh, that Monday, we will not. Uh, we'll just be coming back. But we hope that um, we've said something to encourage the people of God today. And we hope that <clears throat> that you were encouraged and that the word of God may have uh, inspired you and also encouraged you to know that God is in complete control and you continue to live for God, live for Christ. And uh, know that there will be a reward, praise God, hmm? because God will not forget your labor love for that which you administer toward the saints. And so these are the faithful words of Elder Newsom on the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, we want to say God bless you. Thank you for joining the broadcast today. May God bless you in Jesus name. Praise God.